They may sound nuts, but so do the Wright brothers. Now, here's Flieger and Briggs. Thank you, and welcome to It's Just Sports on 12-Ounce Sports Network. You can uh, find all your favorite podcasts and live sporting events on Zingo TV, channel 761, and you can check it out on 12OunceSports.com. We are Flieger and Briggs, and Rick, this is fall now, officially. Yeah, doesn't feel like it because there was no summer. They're trying to ruin fall now. It just all stinks. I don't. I, I'm not feeling it today. I noticed you came in rather muted. I think that does that imply you got the opportunity to hear your drunken buffoonery last week and are trying to dial it down. I really don't know what you're talking it was about. Kind of a but we have a lot open. of sports to cover, and uh, a lot happened. Right through. I don't like it. A lot. A lot happened over the week. King no sell. A lot of. A lot of injuries. Anyhow, Ooh, we're gonna man. have to talk about all them. I guess we will a little bit, right? Let's talk about the golf first, though. Then we'll get into football because it'll be all football all the time. Well, that's true. DeChambeau. You know, and that. What did you did you watch much of it, Rick? Saturday, I watched some. I I would flip now and again Sunday, but then he was too far ahead even to catch my interest at any given time on Sunday. Plus, you know, competing with the Red Zone Channel isn't a place you want to be, but. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I, I guess I like it in the in the fact that he's kind of an interesting character, right? He's a little goofy. He's got that whole evil genius thing about him. Plus, he's yoked and says he wants to get bigger. He's just going to drive through the Masters. He wants to put on 25 more pounds and start hitting at 370. So that's kind of an interesting storyline. It, it's an interesting storyline. Well, <laughs> I came across an article by, uh, I think it's on CBS, Kyle Porter. And look. I remember the same discussion, maybe not in the exact same way, but when Jordan Spieth came on on the the scene, uh, this guy is like a, a mad scientist out there. He's like nerves of steel. There's no stopping this cat, right? And I mean, I see the, this headline: U.S. Open Bryson DeChambeau is reshaping golf as he sees fit, and the game may never be the same. Great, he had a great tournament can't take anything away it's, it's a great major win the lowest under par at winged foot in what six u.s opens now right you know hats off to him but this he hasn't set anything yet i mean he had a great he had a great tournament you know i get it but they're saying you know even even he said i i think i'm definitely changing the way people think about the game i really don't yet um Look, he didn't really get in a whole lot of trouble. He played just a miraculous tournament, right? I mean, I, I feel from what like, I saw. I feel like he spent a good amount of time in the rough. And he would just, yeah. here's where the distance paid off for him. Most times in a punitive course like that, you can't drive your way away from trouble. In this case, I think he did. Number one, with the pure strength and being able to get it out of that rough. Right. I, I think that showed through, that, that strength he had. Number two, if you're going to get in trouble at a course like that, it's better to get in trouble 360 yards down the fairway yeah. instead of 270 back. Right. So I think there's something to be said for that. Look, the courses will start protecting against this. And number two, make no mistake about it, the reason he won this tournament was how well he putted. He right, putted incredibly well. Of course it, he did. So, and, and, and to your point. So he changes. He's not changing the game. Exactly. No, that's to, crazy. To your point. You know, I, I can't remember what years and your age difference or whatever, but I can remember Seve Ballesteros taking it out of knee-deep weeds right. over in the British Open where other guys were hacking, dubbing out into the fairway, basically taking a penalty shot, and he's getting the stuff out of there, taking chunks three feet long of weeds with his club and it's getting up by the green or on the green, whatever. Look. He starts doing this all the time, and he starts winning five out of the next ten majors. Yeah, maybe we start talking about that. But I don't want to hear one tournament, and he's reshaping the game, and nobody thinks of it the same ever again. And it's ludicrous. Well, it, it's exciting because it's not often you, you get a good character. 
you, you know what I mean. So even Tiger Woods, as great as he was for, for a long time, was a bigger dullard than Finkelstein. I mean, he was just sort of, there was nothing exciting about him, at least anything he said. Did you see this? I saw this on Twitter. This was amazing. Just for fun, sometimes DeChambeau autographs with his left hand. He's right-handed and backwards, and it's like absolutely perfect penmanship. He's some sort of evil genius that way. So he's got personality quirks plus he's a lunkhead all wrapped into one so he's a great story he's not changing golf yeah i'm not falling for that but i think it's exciting it's somebody and for some reason half the golf purists hate the guy so that's always good when half the people were fascinated by him and rooting for him and the other half absolutely hate him he's perfect for golf right now well that you're right there that's exactly what they need i mean i can remember way back when i was a kid you know fat jack dethroning arnie i mean you you know, they either respect him or they hated him. Right. And so, same way with Tiger in a way. Well, he wins all the time. Blah, blah, blah. Well, it took a long time to, for people to get there with Tiger, though. I feel yeah. like he's pretty much universally loved. Maybe not old guys like no, you. It's not so but... much, no, it, no, I, I don't have nothing to do with Tiger. It was the way the media, kind of like this well, article, right. the media portrays DeChambeau. Oh, he's doing this, he's doing that. When. In effect, he had a great major tournament and won. I mean, Jordan Spieth won, what, three out of like four or five? Real quick, right. And now all of a sudden he's forgotten how to play. I mean, it. He's a. That's what that game will do to you, right? It'll right. get in your head because his physical skills obviously haven't diminished, unlike no. his hairline, but he's a mental case right now. Yeah, and that's exactly right. And golf's a fickle sport. It's There's not a big difference between. A 68 and a 75, really. Uh, oh, no, A no. couple of missed putts here, yeah. a stray drive, something of that nature. And, and, I mean, it's six, seven shots different in 18 holes. And Now, what this does do is get me more excited than I'd have otherwise been for the Masters. Mm-hmm. Because, look, there is no rough in Augusta. Right. And if, if, and this is a big if, if he can go out there and consistently stroke things at 370, in the middle of the fairway. If he putts like this, this could be really interesting. It's something, it, it really is something to watch. And I, I will be curious. Let's say, you know, he ushers in this new, you know, they said that about Tiger and nobody else really did it. Right. But he ushers in this new, you know, we're all going to get yoked and crank the ball 370. Or even take the fitness side as the equipment keeps getting better. You remember for 15, 20 years, they tiger-proofed every course. They made them longer so he couldn't just embarrass them. I wonder if they don't start shorting these things, narrowing fairways, because pretty everybody's hitting at 320. I mean, well, that's sure. an average drive. Oh, exactly. I, I'm wondering if we don't see courses start going the other way now to try to combat this. Well, and it's going to have to as far as new courses go with the price of real estate. Well, it, it was doing that 20 years ago when I was still building golf courses. I mean, real estate is not cheap. And Unless you are a super high-dollar country club, it pays you to divide that into lots. Right. And, and yeah. sell it off More and make More houses, less fairway. Exactly. Makes, makes sense. Right, yeah. Ex- exactly. Right. And, you know, I mean, time will tell. I, I like to see him keep his game up to see what's going on, you know, to see how he does actually, quote-unquote, change the game. Masters is a different toy. It is. It I mean, Augusta, that's what I'm interested to see. Does Augusta's it? not long. No, no, not at period. all. Period. It's just not long at all. Yeah, but you have to putt. It will confound you. Right. No doubt about that. And, um, you know, I mean, hats off to him. I think it's great. I think and, this is a really cool time for golf. I can't remember. Maybe it was cut. Tiger was so dominant for so long as I watched exactly, golf. Exactly, you're right. But you look at this crop of young guys with Bryson, and it, it, he's a big personality, and it just he's something different. And I think Matthew Wolf's starting to feel like the real deal. He's just kind of hanging around every week. Shoffley, DJ, you still got Rory, you, JT running around out there, Patrick Reed, who everybody hates, Morikawa, who the way he played at the PGA – there's a really cool sure. crop of, of young golfers right now. Plus, you still have Tiger out there. You, you have Phil showing up for majors, and he's turned into like this sideshow, carny, traveling salesman kind of guy now. Right. I mean, it's like a really cool time to watch golf. Yeah, it is. There's no doubt about that. And, and on, a, on the flip side, I just saw, and I wasn't even aware of it till today, I ha- happened to just stumble across it on YouTube, 
in an interview with John Daly, he's battling bladder cancer. Really? Um, he was diagnosed with that. And, um, you know, apparently he's had a procedure um, to remove what, the tumor or whatever, but he's been going through, like, the uh, the treatment. He, I, I guess he's not, like, in taking radiation, but he's taking the pill, which is basically some sort of chemo. And uh, I saw the interview with that, and he says, you know, it, it's from what he's heard, it's going to be very painful. It, that doesn't sound good. No. And, um, I almost drowned in my Pepsi over here. Yeah, that's, not that's to terrible. Not your uh, – No, that's all right. But, yeah, so, it's just a sad thing. I mean, and, you know, he says, look, I'm – you know, he's he's looking at it in a very positive light. Yeah, well, yeah. that man done got him a lot out of life. <laughs> Whatever happened. He's he, like he the Warren Zevon of golf. It, you know, there's no doubt about that. Warren Z. I feel like I should know that. that sounds Werewolves of London. Oh, Lawyers, guns, know. and money. Lawyers, guns, and money. Excitable boy. Are these songs? Yes. Why don't you just I'll say sleep the band instead of yelling songs at Is it a guy or is he a part of a band? Okay. Let's, well, you're uh, not going to answer? Let's, How am I supposed to learn if you won't teach because me? Because you're not open to learning. I asked a damn question. Warren Zevon is an artist. He actually recorded with... Well, I don't need the Wikipedia Jack- entry. What band's he in? Forget. He's not in a band. So it's see, just a you guy? Don't wanna, see, that's what I'm saying. You're not open to learning because as soon as someone starts to tell you something, you start bloviating about how you don't want to hear about it. Well, no, I just... Well, so he's not in ask, a band? I'm trying to tell you, you don't want to hear about it. Z- Say band or solo artist. Solo. Solo right. artist. Warren well, Don't Zivon. you look at me all dismissively. Over Why? There. It's, he's got he should. Now. Quit using that thing as your brain. He should. One. Look you at you dismissively. Should. Anyway. He doesn't get to. And he can do anything he wants. Well, now, now we're doing the thing where we he just plays Werewolves his phone. And, you know, God forbid we'd run anything through the board. A producer would know how to run <laughs> audio through a board. You don't have the correct uh, cable for that. Oh, I have plenty of the correct cable. You just don't know where to put it. That's what she so said. So speaking of injuries, you know. I don't think we were speaking well, of Well, we did at the beginning of the show. And uh, we've covered basically the golf and poor John Daly's bladder cancer and rum back here your still ignorance of Warren Zevon. Terrible 70s song through his phone. I just, I just, you know. I'm going with the ECW I think I'll let concept you proceed. where if you play it in the background, you don't get the uh, copyright infringement charges. That's I'm going to let Rick proceed works. with no, the that's, show. That's how they used to do it in ECW because like Sandman would come out to enter Sandman but they wouldn't play it through the board. So it was ambient music. <laughs> Elevator music. I yes. like it. So what are you talking about? Football. Injuries. No, I want you to carry on with the I show. do like and it. I, and I Saquon, Saquon Barkley's out for the year just for your fantasy team. I'm, I'm sad for Saquon Barkley. I actually like him. I'm sad for the Giants, but a little bit happy because it bones you. So that's always good. Okay. Although I had him in two other leagues. Good. What else you got? That's all I got. Okay. So it was good to talk to you. I, I like when Rick has a fit. I'm not having a fit. I'm just I'm wanting you to kind of lead it on here. What do you want me to do? Because I started with something. You didn't want it, so I'm, I'm wanting you to lead the show. You're the A talent. The A talent. No, no, so no, I'm going no, to no, go No, no, Okay, come on. There's no A talent. Let's go. The talent. Let's go. The talent. Let's go. Say it. The talent. Let's go. The talent. <laughs> Let's go. The talent. You know what I hope happens? You, you get ill, and you go see the Chargers team doctor. Oh, that's man. what I hope happens. That was low. As, that is bad. That's as, that real that low. Is, bad. Tarod, is, is he still Tarod? Is this, or is is this where you're going again? now? This is where I'm going. Okay, you got a punctured lung from a needle. What do you think about that? I think that's probably bad. I think you don't want that to happen. I don't think so. Players Association's already filing a suit. Well, I, how can you know? How does this happen? Did they know it at the time? That's what I want to know. That's the piece I want to know. Because remember, it was this big mystery Sunday afternoon and then kind of into today. And today, did they know it and they just weren't saying? Or did we just figure this out? I don't know what's happening here. My understanding was he had chest pains. He got the shot. Or he got the shot for the... It was a rib thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Got the pain shot. uh, Started experiencing chest pains which is a side effect like you can end up having a heart attack from some of these uh pain meds 
but goes to the emergency room. They start treating him for the pain meds, and the doctor goes, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> so they get him in. I can't remember if it, like, x-ray or some kind of scan, and realize at that point that he had a punctured lung. Oh, by the way. So somebody's probably going to lose their medical license. Well, I... You can make a mistake, can't you? I mean, it's not a good mistake, but I don't think you can never be a doctor again. You can't be a doctor for the Chargers again. Right. There's got to be some free clinic you can go to, (laughs) something like that. Yeah, you can donate your time. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think they'll pay you like 30 grand a year or something. You could take that. $200,000. But what this did do was save Anthony Lynn from himself. This fussing and carrying on he's done all week since justin herbert had that awesome debut and tyrod taylor still our starting quarterback that that was infuriating to me i think he should lose his job for for more than one reason for that number one well what are your other reasons actually i forgot hold on a minute there there was another one. Oh, fourth and one fourth and less than one in overtime you hold patrick mahomes down all day he gets hot you punt away. Everybody knew what was going to happen when he punted that football. He played scurred. He's scurred to go to the rookie quarterback. Anthony Lynn is scurred, and I think he's got to go. He probably won't immediately. Well, no. <laughs> but um, he, he very might well. But you see, Gail Sayers died. Yeah, that's a bummer. 77 years old, battled dementia. Uh, made it into the Hall of Fame at the age of 34. Yeah, he was another one like Jim Brown and Barry Sanders that retired really early. Wasn't yeah. It? Was there a reason? Why did he retire so early? Well, he tore up his knee on the first AstroTurf, uh, you know, the seams and so forth. He ripped his knee up, but, of course, everything wasn't. Yeah, back then you didn't come back in yeah. six months like Adrian Peterson. Exactly. And, um, yeah, yeah, that's just a sad thing. I actually remember him playing somewhat, not a ton, but um, – you know, he was phenomenal. I mean, what, he played six years, and he's in the Hall of Fame. I mean, like I said, he made it in at 34. I mean, that's that's something. You have to be out of the league for, what, five years? Yeah. Yeah, so that many, 29. Well, yeah. that's about that age for running backs, I guess. And Joseph Laurinaitis died. I don't know if you saw that today at age 60. You know, road warrior animal. Oh, he I pa- did see he animal. I didn't know away. his real name. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hawk's been dead for a while. Yeah, he's been dead about 17 years. OD or... Heart attack. Probably due to... Probably the roids, He he partied pretty hard. (laughs) I I think he liked his cocaine or something. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the Road Warriors, boy, I can remember when they first came on the scene, it was... A rush. Yeah, besides that. I mean, it, it was very hard to find two guys where, as a fan, you actually believe they could last five minutes with those guys. Oh, no, they were bad. They were, they were crazy. Yeah, exactly. I, I can remember one tag team match with um, Hercules Hernandez and Paul Roma against the, the Road Warriors. I never heard of either of those two. And Paul Roma went on to be somebody else, didn't he? He could have been. He was actually pretty big down in the WCW days. He was like a you know champion of some sort, whatever they might have had, USA champ or something. But I can remember – that they used to have this finishing move where Roma would get on the top turnbuckle and Hercules Hernandez would put his hands up and launch him across the thing with a cross body block and they'd pin him. And they actually did that against Road Warrior Animal. Now, now bear in mind, everything, you know, we all know it's planned and wrestling and so forth. But you have a 230-pound man flying across the ring and Animal caught him in midair and stood there with him. And then just, of course, body slammed him and pinned him or whatever. But, man, those guys were bad. Paul Roma looks familiar. I don't know why I don't remember the name. Yeah, he he, he may go? have done something like with Michael Wall Street or whatever back in the day. I, I can't remember exactly. But I think you're right, Alejandro, that he changed into a different character somewhere along the line. If nothing else, I think he became like an announcer or something like that. Because I remember him in WCW in, like, late 80s, early right. 90s. Exactly. But, yeah, those are the two sad pieces of news. That's that's for sure. Yeah, you, you the... got a lot of the obituaries today. Well, all I today. Like Both that. of them were today, which is it's, really strange. 2020. You know? 2020 stinks. It really is. So, how about this, Rick? 
Vic Fangio, Kyle Shanahan, Pete Carroll, Sean Payton, John Gruden each find $100,000, and their teams also find $250,000 for either not wearing their masks often enough or appropriately on the sidelines of NFL games. This has reached absurd levels now, of course right? It has. I mean, this is crazy. These guys are tested every single day. They're, they're testing the guy who mops the floor in the freaking locker room every day. Gruden and Peyton have had COVID. What 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 is this nonsense? I, I'm tired of you know it's the optics and we're trying to send a good message. F you, good message. We got doctors and governors and all kind of people on TV telling us that all day. This is stupid, and it actually irritates me. I'm sure it does because it is stupid, and the players don't have to wear masks. So who's being protected where? Uh, It's it's really ridiculous. Everybody is tested, and if the players can be without a mask, the coaches have been tested, why do they need a mask? Exactly. Why why are we doing it? The the NBA is the most infuriating, how they'll come off the floor, sit on the bench, and put on a mask. Seriously, you were just spitting on each other out there two minutes ago fist fighting but now you're sitting down by yourself because they have them all spread out and you're putting on a mat this is madness i can't take it anymore it is it's it's just um i think i'm gonna move to the fear mongering it's what it is it it really is jimmy garoppolo raheem mozart nick boza saquon barkley drew Locke. Jerry Judy. How many times have we gone through this kind of a list in one week? It's Cam Akers, Anthony Barr, Sterling Shepard, David Montgomery, Devontae Adams. I mean, not to mention uh, McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. Uh, you know, and uh, yeah, I mean, what is the cause? Is it because there wasn't a preseason? I mean, everybody's saying that because of no preseason, there's so many injuries, but. How many times have we seen these season-ending injuries in preseason? Well, yeah, if this was all hamstrings, you know, rotator cuff things, you could convince me of that. These are ACLs. These are ankles. These are Achilles. It, it has nothing to do with the preseason. And I don't understand the thought. Most of these guys on the list that you feel worthy of bringing up here where we're going to play, what, three series in one preseason game anyhow? I, right. I, I don't – Exactly. You know, could it be – could it be not getting in as much general work, general work out something throughout the spring and early summer when everybody was kind of, you know, chained in their basements? Maybe, but – I don't know. It seemed to me the less pounding you put on an ACL, the better. I, I just think it's bad luck. I just uh... – it, it could be, and I still think it goes back to three or four years ago. You and I discussed that article about, uh, you know, some surgeon, I forget who he was now, talking about the muscles are getting bigger and nothing else is. The tendons and the ligaments don't. Well, I, and, yeah, I think, yeah. And it's one of those things. It, it, the bigger and stronger these guys get, I think you're going to see more of it. And it, it's just bad luck that they all kind of happened at one time, probably on aggregate. Now, I guess we'll see what happens next week and the right. week after and <laughs> the week after. I hope like hell this thing doesn't continue, but you know, I don't, I don't blame the lack of a preseason and they might as well accept that the preseason isn't coming back. I do wonder if there's something the 49ers trying to blame it on the, the, turf in east rutherford yeah i wonder maybe there's something to that i don't know it seems like they played a lot of games on that to this point well exactly it's the same meadowlands we played at for years there was also uh players bringing up in san francisco that the turf there was quote sticky and they they're actually like going to the higher up saying you know the turf needs changed before the next home game which being homers here, we've sticky. seen it in Pittsburgh. Isn't it grass? And it's sticky? I think it was. I think there's a weed joke in there somewhere. Sticky, icky, ooey. I don't know. It's. Um, that was a Snoop Dogg reference. Uh, do you like Snoop Dogg? I love Snoop Dogg. He's my guy. <laughs> He's your guy? Yeah, man. You should rap a little bit. What's your favorite Snoop Dogg lyric? Uh, I don't want to say it on the air. That's actually probably fair <laughs> yeah there's probably a word or two in there you're not allowed to say i bet you in a rap battle briggs could take out bowser in three seconds 
He always did fancy himself a rapper, yeah. and I don't buy it. Who, Bowser? Yeah. yeah he, no, no chance. <laughs> no chance. Do you think you could beat him in a rap battle? I think so. Do you think we could arrange a, this? A little bit of a practice I could, yeah. Producer? We're on it. Get on. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? It Sticky grass? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sticky grass. That sounds like a rapper. Sticky grass. I Rick, think I'd listen to that. Yeah. Rick Sticky Grass Briggs. No, I don't think that would be me. Mine would be more like, well, we won't go there. <laughs> oh, no, we should go there. That that knowing look you just Did you see um, Tariq Cohen um, basically said he left money on the table so A-Rob could get a deal done? I did not see that. And, um, yeah, it says, I'll I'll quote the article, running back Tariq Cohen landed a three-year contract extension with the Bears last weekend, and the timing came as a bit of a surprise, blah, blah, blah. He said, regardless of whether I got mine or not, it's definitely time for him to get his, Cohen said, via Jason Leiser of the Chicago Sun-Times. I even left some money on the plate. I took less so he could get more. I would definitely love to see my boy get extended. It means a lot to the team. What well, do you make about that? First, is of, there anything to make about it? I mean, no. Is he? Well, I mean, why is he thumping his own chest? First of all, that. Well, maybe. Me. Do you think he's, you know, basically taking the team to to task? Like, you know, let's get this done because, you know. He's the best player in the team, and he's getting a little edgy, and you're not showing him much respect. They I, I get that, okay. okay. You know, they did that before with, um, oh, God, Forte. Right. If you remember. Yeah. And, you know, are they doing the same kind of gig? Maybe he's just trying to call him out a little bit, so to speak, and, and make him take notice. Okay. Well, I'll give you that then. If It might be a negotiating ploy. I, I'm a little annoyed with Allen Robinson right now. And – I really like him as a player, and he's a guy I root for. I don't know why. It must be a fantasy football thing going back to the days in Jacksonville. I know why it is for me. He reminds me today of, like, the Brandon Marshall of before. That's a good comparison. Bad quarterback, yeah. you know, big rangy receiver, great hands, always has a bad quarterback. Yeah, yeah, it seems that way. And it seems like, unlike Brandon Marshall, and I guess he had a whole separate set of circumstances going on, but it seems like now A-Rod's been kind of pouty about it, right? You know, there was that deal. I, I never know what to make of this, but they, they seem to think it's a big deal. You know, He takes all the Bears branding off all of his social media, and he's pouting and stomping around. He's not Now he's got Tariq Cohen negotiating for him in the media. Go out there, play football. If they don't want to give you a deal, go somewhere else who does want to give you a deal. Put up the best numbers you can. You got that big deal in Chicago, even after playing with Blake Bortles and having him throw balls nine feet over your head for three years. Now you go to there, you get Mitch Trubisky, go out there, run the right routes. The talent will find you. He's, I'm done with his whining. I, I think I'm done with Allen Robinson. Okay. He's out with me. I've All had right. enough. What else do we got? Takeaways. We talked about injuries. Bucks in Brady, Tampa Bay with big win last week with what you saw. I guess it probably isn't the right question for you as you still think he's in his prime, but Tom Brady, looking better, looking good, getting nervous. I never said he was in his prime. Well, you know, I but, think if we played it back, that's what you were insane. No, I mean, you know, you can say what you want, but I never said that he was in his prime. <laughs> I said that he could still be very accurate in the 20, 20 to 25-yard range. And, and when, you know, you, you took the task, what I said, you know, about throwing lasers at 25 yards. Okay, he doesn't have the rifle arm, but he, but he's accurate. He's not – you know, I'll tell you what, you watch a Steeler game a little bit, you can still see the rust and bend. Oh, yeah, even he's at, been bad. Even though at those short ones, they're behind the players right. and over there. That, that's what I'm talking about with Brady. He's still got that, that read and that accuracy. No, he doesn't have the gun, you know, to go downfield. But – I think this team is going to mature. I, and the vulnerability we saw with the Saints this past week, I tell you what, they can certainly challenge for that division. I, and obviously, Atlanta can stop no one. Well, no, no. They'll put up 85 right. against Atlanta. Now, Atlanta may score 86, but it, it, we'll get into that a little more. I don't know if it's the unfamiliar 
unfamiliar unfam say that word for me unfamiliarity is that right that sounds there you with go. the system if he's just getting old he doesn't look comfortable to me it doesn't look right it still doesn't i uh, i don't you know, know we'll, we'll make him look right though if Fournette keeps running like he does. Well, yeah. That, that no helped. doubt about that. I was all excited. I was buying into after week one. Ronald Jones was still getting all the carries, and he was looking good. And then Fournette just comes and grabs that by the He's a better back. I mean, uh, let's face it. Might be ex-Jaguars. I find myself rooting against Fournette, too. Yeah, you don't I like don't Robinson. You don't like Fournette. Some, you know. But I was always you, a Bortles guy. You don't like Bortles. He signed again. He signed in Denver. Yeah. He? Hopefully he And you again. hope that he's going to fail. That old drunk. You don't like no, him. I like that old drunk. I root for him. Who who actually looks worse through week two, Drew Brees or Tom Brady? Oh, Drew Brees. Something's well, a Brees there. doesn't look – Brees looks like he totally misses Michael Thomas. Like, I don't really know what to do without Michael His Thomas. His arm looks weak, too. It does. So, so I'm – I'm going to side with both of you on this, but at the Howard. same time, more with the arm. Like, I, I honestly don't think if Thomas was there, he could get it to him. That remains to be seen. I mean, I you know, I don't have him on any fantasy. Well, I actually have him on the Scott Fishbowl, so I'd like to see him come back that way. But, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's, very, it's very, very strange. I mean, Breeze – did not look like he was suffering from any arm weakness last year. Yeah, when and you it, get your 40s, it can come quick. NFL careers don't often, no matter no matter the position, don't often have a slow, right. steady decline. It's off the cliff. Remember yep. Peyton Manning with that noodle arm. He still managed to win a Super Bowl with it with that defense, but he has that noodle arm, and it just overnight, just boom, it yeah. was gone. We might be there with Drew Brees. And, I, I don't know, Brady. Now, Cam Newton in New England – I'm starting to believe in that. And he wasn't just running around last week. Yeah, they lost the game, but that's a whale of a team. And that's the the single best performance I can remember in a long time out of a quarterback, what Russell Wilson did. Oh, Cam yeah. Newton, you talk about looking like a steal. He had, Wow, he looks good to me. And there we go, the hoodie, right? And, and Josh McDaniels, we talked about him. Catering that offense to him. It looks perfect now. And he made Nikhil Harry look competent last week after I cut him in the, in the caveman. Yeah, I mean, he looks he looks good. I mean, don't get me wrong. I just – I don't know. I always have my doubts about Cam Newton. I've had for years. He always seems to come up with a bum shoulder or a twisted ankle or something. And, you know, I, I just don't think that he is going to last a year playing like he's doing. And I hope he does. Just just for clarification, because fantasy got brought up a couple times, we're talking Cam Newton is a good fantasy quarterback, real-life quarterback? Certainly. Okay. Right now, certainly. We, I mean, if he keeps playing like this, yes. But we have to also put in perspective, he is a 59% career completion percentage. And these averages average out. So... Yeah, what is I mean, he through two games? Feels like he's much higher than that. That I'm not real I sure. I wish we had a producer who could look these things I'm up. I'm working on it. Yeah, he's, he's we'll pecking wait. on his phone, but that's not going to happen. Yeah, what are you doing soon. on that phone all the time? Are you on the Tinder? No. <laughs> I think you're on the Tinder. <laughs> that was a that was a good one. Um, we'll wait. Week one, he was 79.95. That's more than 59. Oh, yeah. Week two, 68.18. Still yeah. more than 59. So he's right, he's right around 71, 72% right now. <sighs> Obviously, that's going to come down. But, you know, I mean, if he can maintain around the 65, yeah, 66%. If he can be 60, 65%. Yeah. I mean, that's plus with his running ability. 73%. <laughs> Now, if that was me, you'd still be screaming. But because he brings I, you beer, you just smile and shrug no, your shoulders. I would never say smile anything ill about you either. I think. When would. have I ever said anything ill about you? I think you're six times. I think your opinions are are well put together, <laughs> factually based, and I, I respect when, everything that you say. When are you gonna get your act together? 
together. That was the wrong button, but it's always good to play. <laughs> it still works. News. You are, in fact, fake news. You came into the studio yelling today. Actually, I did not. I came in and we started working on the desk, oh, and you proceeded, and you proceeded to, you know, make fun of the both of us while you sat oh, the, in the chair and did absolutely I, nothing. I have to because I have. Speaking a pre- of which, do you happen <laughs> to have? Because you said I thought you said you had a big. Like type of cover or throw, you know, like a Steeler throw or blanket or some sort. I thought we were gonna like cover it. <laughs> well, not throw a blanket over it like a bunch of hillbillies. I thought we were gonna like cover it. Well, I mean, we are on, gonna cover it, but I mean, we us. usually have some sort of, you know, draping cover. Well, I could get some type well, of I draping. Didn't know if you had anything in mind. Is what I was asking. Can about. we use those liquid nails to put it on? If you want. And have Finkelstein screw it in crooked. We can put I mean that's uh, like a forty five degree angle. We can put on staples in it. You know the staple gun? I don't think I trust him with a staple we gun. Should, I'd use we it. We should you weld could. it. Yeah, we could weld it. That's true. I like welding. Yeah, welding's fun. I've never welded. Oh, I did. I need to weld. I used to weld. What did you I was a certified Oh, that's welder. right. You were a bridge man. Yeah. You used to have like man jobs. That was that was fun welding. I used J B weld once. That's almost the same thing. I don't get it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, JB Weld is a liquid tube. It's a compound. It's just a com. It's like a paste you put on, and it's they call it JB Weld. It's not really not a welder. You know, so it's like a welding caulking? stick. It's like liquid nails. Yeah, right. like liquid nails. Only they say it's for metal. If you have liquid nails, how come we had? If you were putting screws in it, why do we need the liquid nails? Because it just helps reinforce it. Yeah. I mean, that, that's just that sticky, icky, ooey. Kind of like that sticky grass. It makes a sticky wood. Oh. <laughs> I don't think you could say that. <laughs> yeah. I think we might have to take that out. That's kind of gross. I didn't say a sticky Can woody. Can we pick Hold on, let me let me write that down. I like the fact that the show title came up and then got yeah three times in two sentences. You guys just won't let anything alone. Can we pick football games? You won't can, let can anything we do alone. That? What do you mean? I won't think we're let? about right. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a, about yeah twenty minutes. We're right. ready to go. So once again, last week I just smashed Rick. If you want to make any money, actually we were me. both twelve and four mm. straight up. Mm. Rick did edge me out by a game against the line. Unfortunately, we won't say they didn't make much money. No, we we've been sucking against the line, yeah. but I'm starting to get a feel for it. Yeah, nah. it, it, you're starting to really. Yeah, you're starting to get a feel of some of these. The first couple of weeks are always Although tough. This week was freaking brutal going Boy, through it. Kidding. So, so we'll see. All right, Thursday night football, the game of the century, the one everybody's been waiting for, is the Dolphins are getting three on the road in Jacksonville. Your boy Minshew. Everything I tell you, everything I've seen, everything that uh, you know, you you just look at, you just really want Minshew and that swag that he's putting with with the Jags win. Tell you what, I think the Dolphins have more talent. I'm going Dolphins 34, Jags 31. Weird crap tends to happen in these Thursday night games. So my prediction, I'm going to go beyond predicting the game at halftime. Tua is going to take over as the starting quarterback for your Miami Dolphins and lead them to a last-second victory. I'm with you on the game, but, of course, I gave much better and more brilliant details than you would ever dream of. And the Dolphins win this game 24-23. No, they're going to win, and it's going to be with Fitzpatrick. Nope. Both are wrong. As much You as don't I... get a vote. Nope. It's the battle of facial hair. Nah. That's true. And – Minshew's the beard so and the stash. Despite being a bearded brother, Menchu. <laughs> bearded brother? Oh, yeah. Brethren. Sorry. Brethren. It's, it sounds classier. What's he yapping about back here? You didn't see the Twitter battle between uh, Fitzpatrick and Minshew. It's fantastic. Obviously. No, they had a Twitter the battle. beard against the stash. Yeah. Oh, I mean, God. it was, yes. That actually reinforces my belief then that two will take this job. Two is over. not going to yeah. come in. Not this week. He's going to go in the nope. beard, the bearded they go brother. O, they go 0-3, then I'm with you. Fitzpatrick wins this game. He's still into about week six. Two in. Book it. All right, Rick. The Texans sitting at 0-2 and, and getting three and a half, heading to Heinz Field, taking on the Steelers. You know, the Steelers 
again, have superior talent, and they can't seem to put the boots to the throat of anybody. And and that drives me crazy. Yeah, it's been and, like it for years now. Yeah, I know. Um, I still have to go Steelers, obviously. And uh, I, I think they win 30-23. Yeah, that half point messed me up. I, I think this is a Steelers by a field goal. But just Bill O'Brien and his ability to screw up a one-car funeral, I just – so I bumped yeah. this. I think it's going to be an ugly game. We, we're going to have to endure this whole the Watt family thing all day oh, with all I the know. Watts on one field. It's going to be butt annoying. It's, I think it's going to be a red zone type of day, even for me as a Steeler fan. I'm going to take the Steelers and to cover here. I think it's going to suck. I think 21-17. I think it's going to be an ugly one. All right, Rick, the Bears getting three and a half on the road at Atlanta who just find new and creative ways to lose football games week over week over week. And as much as I like the Bears and as much as I want Trubisky to to play better, uh, look, the Falcons are going to score points. Sooner or later they're going to figure out how to keep somebody under 35. I'm going Falcons 31-29 in a close game. Yeah, I'm there, too. And it's just that, right? There's not a darn thing wrong with the Falcons' offense. We can't blame this one on Matt Ryan. Nope. Dan Quinn, you know, we talk about Gase. I tried to fire Anthony Lynn earlier. Dan Quinn ought to be the one looking over his shoulder right now. That you can't have your special – and these guys on special teams, every one of them should have been cut, standing there like a bunch of dopes watching that ball just roll like they have to let it go 10 yards. That's something you sh- you see in high school. Right. I mean, that, that, was, that was just totally ludicrous. It's like – it's almost like the Falcons aren't going to bat for Quinn at all. Something. It's like, I, I, you know, this this is ridiculous. Well, when I had to listen to all the talking heads and all the networks all for three days tell me what an amazing kick that was and to get it to spin and go 10 yards, it shouldn't have gone two yards if one of those morons would have jumped on it. Who cares about you can make a ball spin? Congratulations. Right. It's Tucker, right? Isn't it Justin Tucker who's there now? It isn't a kick. It's stupid. Any, but, but to your point, nothing wrong with the offense. I don't think the Bears can keep up, even with a bad defense. It still is Mitch Trubisky. So, yeah, I got the Falcons here pretty easily, 37-24. All they do is score almost 40. All right, Rick, the Rams, after bludgeoning your Eagles, are again getting points on the road, plus two in Buffalo. I'm not convinced the Rams aren't the real deal right now again. Um, Look, I love Buffalo. I, I picked them to take the East. But I'm going to Rams 27-23. I think it's going to be a battle of two pretty good defenses and pretty good offenses. We've seen with Josh Allen and John Brown and company on the Buffalo side. But the Rams, I tell you what, Jared Goff's getting it done. And um, I'm going Rams. Yeah, I think you cheated off my paper because we even have almost the same score. I had the Rams 26-23 because I like 26. That's always one That's of a good 19. Number. That's mm-hmm. always my favorite numbers in picking these. It's just, look, as great as Josh Allen was last week, and that, that was a tremendous game. Rams playing a big boy style of defense, and, and you got Aaron Donald on the line, and you have Jalen Ramsey in the secondary. I th- think he can get exposed – Maybe it's old biases. I'm not ready to have the Bills as a 3-0 and team yet. So, the yeah, the Rams, I'm with you there. I'm, I'm going to take it. If I can get points on the road with the Rams, I'm going to take them. All right, Rick, your – well, I almost said the words we can never say anymore. Your Washington football team on the road getting seven in Cleveland. Yeah, and it's – I like to call this one a push – um, originally, I just writ- wrote down the scores. I had 27-20, but I think, you know, I think the Skins keep it close enough to cover. Just with that front seven, I think that's going to be enough pressure and so forth to confound Baker Mayfield because I'm, I don't think he can handle that type of pressure. I'm going Browns 27, Skins 21. Yeah, I, the Browns are clearly better, and they're going to win this football game. But after two games, if two games can be viewed as a pattern, there's a pattern developing with Washington. Is they It takes them a while to find their footing. They're slow to start. The defense 
kind of keeps them in the game. The offense is terrible. They start to find it in the second half. The difference between last week in Arizona, which I think that's a that's a playoff football team there, and Cleveland is when things start to get away from Cleveland, they fall apart. So I think they hold on in the end. So I'm going to take the Browns here 27-24, but I do think Washington covers. I'm going to take that touchdown on the road. All right, Rick, the Titans, two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road in Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. <laughs> this is a disaster so far for the Minnesota Vikings. I think they're still talented enough to turn it around, but they're going to have to win this week in order to do that. Oh, and three, they're, you, know, you can't recover over. from that. I'm going Vikings 24, Titans 23, and a little upset special of the week. All right, will you, will you stop this seriously? I have the Vikings 24. Who are they playing? I forget Titans. already. The Titans 23. You're, you're cheating off my paper. Actually, we never even come in contact with each other and until we do this for stupid good reason. show. Uh, for good yeah. reason. If, if it wasn't for the show, we probably wouldn't speak anymore. Why would we? i got no reason. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like Kirk Cousins has done this a few times in his career. Just absolutely throws up all over his shoes, and then he finds a way to win the next game. Again, Titans, they look good. Derrick Henry isn't quite going yet. They don't feel like a 3-0 and team. The Vikings aren't a 0-3 team, so that's the only thing I'm basing it on. So I could be wrong on both ends of that. All right, Rick, the Raiders really did look good in New Orleans. Getting, I don't uh, know what to make of the Raiders. I think they're looking like a vastly improved team, obviously. Patriots still look good. Um, they lost a heartbreaker to Seattle there, but um, – you know, they're still playing pretty good football. I'm going Patriots 30, Raiders 27. So you got the Raiders covering that one, a six-and-a-half-point yep. line. I think they can. Man, Derek I, Carr showed me something. Wow, yeah. When everyone you know, on Twitter was calling, they need to get rid of this bum. You know, the first quarter, he just looked terrible. They're, they're saying how bad he looked on TV. You know, the, the Twitter trolls are saying, you know, get rid of him, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden – he looked like a quarterback. Yeah. He, and and he, he torched New, New Orleans. So, I mean, yeah, I think he's good enough to keep it close. And uh, Raiders aren't out of this thing. Nah, I'll, I'm taking old things in, into account. We got a West Coast team. Uh, you still consider Vegas the West Coast, pretty much. Oh, we'll, yeah. we'll do that. Playing a 1 o'clock game in New England, even without fans, as well as the hoodies playing, or the hoodies playing, is coaching this team, as well as Cam Newton's playing. I'm kind of taking the coward's way out. I tend to think the Raiders can keep this thing close, if not even win, but I'm going to take the Patriots to cover. I'm going to even take 10. I'm going to take the Patriots 30 to 10. All right, Rick, the 49ers all banged up, still laying four and a half on the road against the Giants. 49ers have taken a huge blow. You know, we've already talked about Boza and Garoppolo and Mozart. I mean, it, it's just, yeah. I don't know how you recover from that. I think they're more talented than the Giants. I think they actually come out of this thing with a win, but I think the Giants cover. I'm going 49ers 24, Giants 20. Yeah, it's just this number stunned me. Yeah. Four and a half point road favorites with all of that, with all of those injuries. The Giants aren't going to go over. This feels like a game, you know, other than the Washington games that they can get. Daniel Jones, I've still been impressed. As bad as it is, as much as that hurts that team, Saquon Barkley going down. Saquon Barkley hadn't, you know, in a game and a quarter, hadn't done much. It kind of brought Evan Ingram to life. They got him back involved once Saquon, Saquon Barkley went down. I'm going to bet on my boy Danny Dimes here, and I'm going to take the Giants in my, if I can get away with calling it an upset special. Oh, hold on. I think I tipped my hand I think it already, definitely though. is. Giants 24, 49ers 20. All right, Rick, the Bengals and your boy Joe Burrow catching six on the road in Philadelphia. And quite frankly, I think that's enough. Uh, Carson Wentz looks horrible. That offense looks terrible. Um, I think the Eagles are more talented than the Bengals, and I think they actually win this game. I'm going Eagles 28, Bengals 23, so I think Bengals going to cover. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I Offensive line is bad in Philadelphia. Carson Wentz is bad. I don't know why we keep talking about Carson Wentz as one of the elite quarterbacks in this league. He just isn't. Look, they play enough defense. 
Burrow's going to keep it close, but I do think the Eagles win, but I'm with you. The Bengals cover this thing. Eagles 30, Bengals 27. All right, Rick, the Jets 10.5-point dogs in Indianapolis. What can you say about the Jets other than they're bad? You can say this. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. I'm going Colts 31, Jets 17, and if the Jets score 17, I'll be impressed. Yeah, I don't know how they get to 17. That's a problem. I have them at 20, and as I think about it, I don't know how they get there. You know what I'm curious about? Is Sam Darnold a good quarterback if he's away from that boob Adam Gase? I don't know. I mean, that's that's the thing. I don't really know. I mean, we've seen flashes from Darnold. But there's just nothing on that offense that is appealing. I mean, look, Crowder's already banged yeah, up. Yeah, he's I mean, what else out. do they have? Perryman's going to be out yeah, now. Yeah, Perryman I mean, too, you're right. So, I mean, you know, and Le'Veon Bell, of course, is gone. So, I mean, they have Frank Gore and, and Darnold. <laughs> there's our weekly Frank Gore <laughs> yeah, mentioned. We, Are you happy back we there? We have to he's... bring Frank Gore in. I mean, yeah, God bless him. He's the only dependable guy they have on the offense. <laughs> we know he'll be there next <laughs> yeah. week, too. That we can guarantee. Yeah, this is blowout city. I got the Colts 31, Jets 20, so that's a win and a cover. The Panthers, without Christian McCaffrey, getting six and a half on the road against the Chargers. And that's always something you think, okay, well, they're missing their big guy. They're, they're done and so forth. Teddy Bridgewater showed me something last week that, this team is, is is pretty scrappy. And the Chargers, I'm not convinced about them yet. And we already know the the whole deal with Tyrod Taylor and so forth. Uh, I'm going Chargers 30, Panthers 28. Ooh, keeping it close. I think, again, it was one game. Justin Herbert looked like the real deal. He did. And we know he's getting the start here. Carolina's bad on defense, and that's something I never thought I'd say. That team, since they came into the league, has been great defensively, and that defense is bad this year. You take McCaffrey out. He hasn't been as big a part of the offense as he was under the the Ron Rivera regime, but I I think this is going to be a team really searching for it, really going to lose their cells. I'm going to lay this number. I'm going to take the Chargers and Herbert 28-18. All right, the Bucks and your boy Tommy Tom Brady on the road. Six-point favorites on the road in Denver. Uh, hey, look, Denver's already out of Vaughn Miller. They're already out of Drew Locke. Uh, you know, Lindsey's banged up. I think Sutton back yeah, hurt again. Sutton's long gone. I, I really don't think the Buccaneers are going to have that big of a, uh, a struggle with the Broncos. I'm going Buccaneers 33 Denver 17. Ooh, blowout. Yeah, only the Steelers could keep that game with Jeff Driscoll close. And, yeah, Tampa Bay and Tom Brady aren't going to do it. I got the Bucs 29, Broncos 13. All right, Rick, the sorry, no account, pathetic Lions are getting five and a half on the road in Arizona. This This was actually one of the more agonizing games for me. I... The Lions show spurts. Uh, they're supposed to get Galladay back this week. I think they're good enough to keep it close, but I, I'm with you. I think the Cardinals are a playoff team. I'm going Cardinals 30, Lions 28. Yeah, this, this is one of those games where Matt Stafford, the man's a pro. He's got a lot of pride. He's going to will this game close in spite of Matt Patricia, how Matt Patricia and Adam Gase still have jobs in this league is completely beyond Talk all you want about Lynn. He's way above these guys. No no question about it. It, I, I don't know what's happening there. They will find a way to screw it up and lose it. This kind of feels like, Rick, as we kind of noticed in the beginning of games, Kyler Murray's a little slow to get going, too and then he finds his way. This feels like one of those typical Lions games where they got that thing all but about in the bag with a quarter and a half to go, and then Kyler Murray just goes nuts. Who Kyler Murray might be the MVP of the league right now. Did Never you see know. that yeah. juke last week? It, he's an absurd athlete. Dude. That, that was like straight up out of a video game. Yeah. It was insane. It's, uh, and then I think he comes roaring back. So, yeah, the Cardinals definitely win this game. The five-and-a-half number I don't want to mess with. I'm going to call it a field goal game. I get the Cardinals 33-30 in what should be a shootout. 
All right, Rick, the, the Cowboys, your Cowboys, Rick, after st- heroically stealing one right at the end against the Falcons, getting four and a half on the road in Seattle. And I love that uh, every day of the week, quite frankly. Seattle gives up a ton of air yards. I'm going Cowboys 35, Seahawks Ooh, 34. You got the Cowboys. Yes, indeed. The Seahawks got me messed up because this is what they tend to do in November every year and what Russell Wilson tends to do in November. They're supposed to start slow. What Russell Wilson did against that Patriots defense last week, again, isn't some, you know, rum-dum Adam Gase defense. This is the New England Patriots defense. He looked great. Now, Dak Prescott looked equally great, except it was against a pathetic Falcons defense. I I ain't messing with Seattle. They're they're gonna win this football game. The only question for me is can the Cowboys keep it under four and a half? I think they can. I think Dak Prescott's playing that well right now, too. So I I got the Seahawks winning this game, but I'll take the Cowards way out and, and call it a field goal. So I got the Cowboys cover. I'm I'm a hedgy poo a little bit there, a little bit. I got the Seahawks 31-28. Should be a dandy of a game. All right, Rick, Sunday night football, Aaron Rodgers back to his old self, apparently, getting three on the road in New Orleans. Yeah, and I'm loving the Packers right now, but I tell you what, there is a ton of pride in New Orleans, and I think they know what they have to do, and and, and they're tough down in New Orleans. I'm going Saints 31, Packers 30, so I'm going to take the Saints in a, a bit of an upset, but Packers certainly to cover. Well, it wouldn't be an upset being that they're favored at home. I, I it just, might be an upset in your I, mind. It is. I mean, after seeing New Orleans last week and been watching the Packers the first two games of the year, quite frankly, I don't see how they're not favored, to yeah. be honest with you, really. I mean, that that they know more than I do, obviously, in the line. But um, in my mind, I think the Packers are the better team right now. But I think in New Orleans, I'm, I'm going to Saints. Yeah, I'm I'm predicting Rick, and I think you know this game is kind of my first thought. Maybe they can change my mind. I don't think the Saints are as good as we thought they might were. not be. Every stinking year in this NFC South, somebody you think is going to be great is bad, and somebody you think is going to be bad wins the division. Yep. Every stinking year. Now, fortunately, Carolina is just bad enough they don't upset it completely like tends to happen I think the Saints take a step back. I think Drew Brees I feel so dumb saying this after two games he might be on the way to being done and, and they keep Sean Payton keeps out thinking himself you know I see it you know first and goal inside the five you've got Alvin Kamara who scores every time he touches the ball inside the five and they turn around and hand a freaking ball off to Taysom Hill you know what are you doing this nonsense they do is going to catch up with them you know, it, it kind of strikes me. Taysom Hill is kind of like the old Cordell Stewart of the Steelers days. Right. It's like they won't give up on this guy. Like, yeah. he's going to be a superstar. And he's, okay, he's a little, I mean, he's a good athlete or whatever. Right. He's not Alvin Kamara. No, no. You know. You're not, don't turn around and straight hand it up to him. If you want to run some dumb gimmick on the 40, so be it. Just do your thing, Sean Payton. You don't turn around and hand it to Taysom Hill on the two, you idiot. Exactly. Two minutes left. Battles of undefeated Monday night. Oh, yeah. I guess we got to talk about that game. I got the Packers 30-27. to 27. All right. All right. The Chiefs, th- this number line surprised me a little bit. Getting three and a half in Baltimore. And I'm taking those three and a half, no doubt. I'm going Ravens 26, Chiefs 24. I think the Chiefs can cover. I think it's going to be a whale of a game. Obviously, be watching it. I mean, it's going to be a battle. Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, everybody's excited about that. Um, I'm going Ravens. I like that defense. Yeah, they're they're not going to beat them by more than three and a half. I, I, I took the Ravens here, too. I would not be stunned either way this game goes. It's just the Ravens have looked like the real deal. They're turning the ball over defensively. They're playing solid defense. Haven't been getting to the quarterback much, but nobody gets to Patrick Mahomes anyhow. I don't take anything away from the struggles they had with the Chargers last week. That seems to happen with that Chargers team. I don't understand why Patrick Mahomes is going to have games like that still finds a way to win it. If this game was in Kansas City, even with no fans either way, I might be leaning char- – or not the Chargers, or the Chiefs, you know, for, for – <laughs> Yeah, that team too. Yeah, those guys. Yeah. How, how about a Flieger hard out with 40 seconds left, cover the NBA and NHL in 
15 seconds. Really go. wanted to cover the NHL a little bit. Talked about the, the flash and the power of Tampa Bay and the grinded out of the stars. You saw that in in, in, in that game. They took a 3 nothing lead, and Dallas slowed it down, made it 3-2. They ended up losing it, but I'll right. tell you what, it's going to be a rough one. Yeah, yeah. I still wish it was Las Vegas. And as far as the NBA, bleh. Yeah, that's what I say to the NBA. What go back and watch week one with or game one against Denver. The NBA is going to make sure LeBron's in the finals and wins this thing. Go back and watch how that game was officiated. All right, that's it. We will be back next week. Check out everything we got at Asylum Football, AsylumFantasySports.com. It's just sports123 at Gmail and at 12AZ Sports on Twitter, 12 Ounce Sports Network. Until next time, we'll see you. Take care.